It's game time, we ain't playing with you. It's game time, it's game time, we ain't playing with you. That's how we ball for y'all. What up, what up, what up? You're rocking with Doop and Jay Ruff in the house again. Yo, thanks for joining us for episode 21. 20. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. It's 20, boy. Where you going? Wait, it's 21? Nah, it's 20, man. 20, 20, 20. Yeah, 20. Let's round of applause for 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, things move quick. You know, they're moving quick. <laughs> what up? How's everything, Neff? Everything's good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I can never complain. I can never complain, man. You know, so much. Um, so let's just jump right in. Right. Uh, let's jump right in. So Jeezy, he dropped the album. Right. Very lengthy. What was that? It was like 20? 29 tracks with the bonus tracks that he got. 29 tracks. Man, um, what can I say about Jeezy, man? Jeezy the Snowman. It's called uh, I Might Forgive. Um, oh, yeah. I, uh, I Might Forgive, but I Don't Forget. Yes. You know. Class, classic album. Classic <laughs> album. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful arts of storytelling right there. And there. <laughs> Brings it back to storytelling. If, you, if you're a fan of Young Jeezy from Thug Motivation, Corporate Thugging, he gives you everything in this album. And I mean everything. You know, uh, for production-wise, to point of views, to uh, trapper music, to uh, growing up. You know, um, I'm, I'm going to give him his flowers. I'm going to give him his flowers because um, I was on Jeezy early. Uh, uh, I started listening to him just because of DJ Drama, um, Gangsta Grills. He always... That mixtapes. That's why I heard uh, Young Jeezy. Right. Um, and then I guess the world really got to know him once he did the um, uh, with the when he's working with Diddy. Uh, I forget what the I think it's boys boys in the hood. That's what he had a group boys <laughs> in the hood. So, but he always had the best line when I when you hear that song. Like he just stood out. He just stood out. And then it was um. Akon and Young Jeezy, that was where Soul Survivor, that was another where he started really plateauing in his career. Yeah. Um, but I've always been a Jeezy fan um, from the gates. And this album, we can get into it. It's, it's, it's very lengthy, but if you got the time to really just sit down and um, you want to just listen, because I mean, it's just like going going to work and, and, and that kind of a little bit of motivation listening to this this music. Um, let's break down a little bit. So right off the bat, man, he right off the bat, he just told you, I, I might forgive, but I won't forget. And that's powerful too, you know, because right. you go through a lot of things in life. You know, um, oh man, but yo, Jeezy, he 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 uh, he brings the rapping and then he always brings in his 
chorus. Like he always great with uh making songs, you know. Um, and then he had no features on this track. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say he put out like a whole album, no features, just him doing everything on it. It sounds like the ad libs and everything. So that's nice. <laughs> it's not too many artists uh can do that. And when I think of Jeezy. Even though he changed his name multiple times because they say, you know, you always got to progress uh, after a certain amount of years. Right. But um, when I think of Jeezy, I, I kind of like put him as our, our new and day Tupac. Okay. You know, that's what I get from his flow, his delivery. Um, you know, but Jeezy's always known for his ad libs. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, so. Hey, he brings it. He brings a great versatility to the game. Um, but this track, I think, if you're a young Jeezy fan, Jeezy fan, you you're gonna appreciate the album. You got to take your time to listen to, um, the album. But he's he's you know he's talking that talk. He's talking like I be talking. You know, what is about no complaining. You know, just that motivation talk. It's, it's too many. He also gives our uh, storytelling. You know. Not too many artists is going back to storytelling. Right. If you're a rapper, you know, you, you want to bring us back to where you, it all began or and how you progress. You know, so I like artists that always start with uh, storytelling and bring progress. But I'm not going to just, I mean, we're giving Jeezy his flowers today, but um, that's that's how Jeezy is. You right. know, that's how, that's what that's what he wanted to, do, to go ahead as his album. And, and, don't, and not even... The fact that he delivered the album after the album, because he just recently dropped the album recently, uh, he delivered another one. And to, to, I think uh, I think he had it loaded. I think he had this album like <laughs> loaded. <laughs> but he also touched in a lot of the controversy, a little bit of controversy that we've been going on between uh, Young Jeezy, you know. Um, but it's, it's one hell of a it's one hell of a project. It's long, it's lengthy, but you get the time, sit down. You really want to. Kind of hear that talk, hear that uh, progression of being a street person into an entrepreneur. Definitely. It's definitely worth the time. <laughs> I recommend listening to Jeezy. Might forgive and, and don't forget. And um, stealing on topic with Jeezy, Jeezy just recently uh, sat down with Nia Long. Yeah. They had a really nice, deep conversation, too. Touching on his life and his past and everything that he's been through. Yeah. Um, he shared a lot of uh, information about um, his upbringing. Um, he talked about his mom. He talked about uh, even being molested as a child um, with women, you know, um, different issues that are really deep. But it shows a different side of an artist right. that we don't get to see. Um, and just have him have Nia Long cry. That just shows you how deep uh, their probably connection or just them getting yeah. into depth with was real stuff, real real issues. Um, so uh, you know that was that was a good interview. You know, I think uh, just to show a different side of them and just get his a point of view. Um, you know, they talked in about relationships. You know, his past relationships, her past relationships. Right. Um, you know, she wasn't situation with uh forget his name I mean, he's a coach he was a coach yeah. of Boston uh suppose he cheated uh so you know she talked a little about that she talked about her family how you know she don't want nobody to play with her kids um she's very protective when it comes to her kids 
um, Jeezy also touched down. He re- um, rebuilding his um, relationship with his um, with kids, his, family, with yeah. his family and kids too. So, um, it, you know, it cuts deep. It cuts deep. Um, and sometimes it's, it's like a little bit of a, a back and forth therapy session where sometimes, you you know, we don't get to talk about it. We shy away from those issues. Right. And those topics. It was always nice to open up with somebody and they get a chance to talk back. So it's like a sharing gift. Yeah. 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 You know, um, there was both sides. So yeah. it, was, it was both sides. And it was a judgment free too. So it wasn't like, damn, you did that. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> It, it was, was very welcoming. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a welcoming uh, sit down um, s- s- conversation. That I reckon everybody just go check that out too. I mean, it's trending number one, so it's, you know they got some good good talks, especially right. seeing it on on the black community. You know, because yeah. <laughs> black people don't talk about their issues and nah, nah. things like that. Um, they don't like to open up because uh, it's hard. You know, sometimes getting into those deep conversations, it it can be hard. You know, it can be really uh, hard to. to talk about but hey go check out the interview um check out his album also check out his book you know he also has a book so he's doing different things and, that, and that's good that's when you want to be a versatile artist when it comes to that you want to use um your artistry to um endeavor in different projects and different uh businesses and right you know because he also is um uh real estate he also is into real estate, so he has a bunch of property. You know, that's that's the direction I wish when I get older. I, you know, more <laughs> like I'm older, but you know, a little bit more older. I'll get into real estate and things like that. I know, I definitely want to have some type of portfolio. Uh, <laughs> moving on to try to help the community and build things up. If I get to that point, you right, know, and give back, give back. Um, yeah, so I like that album. Check out the album. Check out his book. Uh, go check out the interview. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, these are your flowers to Young Jeezy, right? Um, and we got another artist dropping a single. <laughs> yeah, he just dropped a single. Uh, shout out to Benny the Butcher. Uh, if you're part of the Griselda movement, then you are familiar with Benny the Butcher. He's been grinding for a long time. Um, always checked on him on like a couple of songs that he always dropped. Also like his albums. You know, I like the uh, project he did with uh. The song he did with J. Cole, that was uh that was that was hard too. Um, but he dropped a new single called Big Dogs with no other another big dog, Lil Wayne, <laughs> you know, like you know, so um hey, Benny the Butcher, he he's gonna get you bars, he's gonna get you storytelling, um, metaphors, they're gonna go back and forth on Lil Wayne itself, having Lil Wayne on the track being doing what Wayne does. Uh, right. You know, it gives you them bars. It gives you them different metaphors. So, yes, the wordplay on it is crazy. <laughs> yeah, wordplay, like wordplay. That's yo, Wayne. Wayne still got it after all these years. He's still hungry. I feel I still hear it in him. Yeah, you know. So definitely go check out that. You know, Benny the Butcher, Big Dogs with uh, Little Wayne. Salute to them. Uh, and on let's go to a little bit of the R and B. We got another link up. <laughs> <laughs> no point in sending link up. Uh, he dropped the song Neo. He dropped the song um, before, but then Fabulous got on a remix, gave it another little bit of version. I always like when they collaborate. Uh, Neo and Fabulous. Um, just Neo. Neo alone. He's always got the nice uh, soul right. uh, uh, songs and and 
that's what we look for Neo to have. And also the party songs. He always has different party upbringing songs, too. So he can give you different shit when he touched down on R&B. Um, but also having Link Up Fab, I ain't never heard a bad verse from Fab. <laughs> I mean, when he gets on your track, he's definitely elevating your track, you know, and he bringing that extra bit of fire. Yeah, he's definitely getting you giving them bars too, and just that different style of Fab. You know, Fab's always uh good with the ladies. You know, right. <laughs> and then he definitely got another album. He said he's working on right. Yo, he said he's working on one. I think it's called Reload. Um, he said he'd be actually been working on it since 2019. Ooh. So that's. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to just make sure you have the right uh, everything together and then drop your project. So, you know, we, we're still waiting for that, Fab. We're waiting for your album. <laughs> yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? We're waiting for your album. And you know you're going to have some good guests on there because, you know, you collaborate with everybody. So, yo, Fab, you know, whenever you're ready to drop that, we're always ready to wait and, and hear it and see what you got to say. You know, we know it's going to be some bars on there. We know it's going to be some flavor on there. We know it's going to be everything. So, uh, yeah, salute to Fabulous. Yeah. Um, also, we're still, um, who else did some R&B? Let's get uh, the My G, make sure I'm going to say it right. Uh, the, the My, yeah, I think it's the My G Jordan. Uh, he dropped, she does like a group uh, on the OVO side. They just dropped the album. It's called Good People. Um, so this is a different style. Um. This is a different style. When I think about them guys, um, I think about John B. Okay. You know, that's what I get when I hear um, their music. You know, just starting off the track, uh, they had it open up the track. It's a different vibe. Like, everything on that track, I think, is a different so, uh, therapy or even... It, yeah. It's like a different vibe. Um, I could see it on some um, European or... You uh, they, they showed the cover of a sunset, so it's kind of like waking up or even sun dropping. So it's kind of real relaxing. Oh yeah, the um the whole album is definitely peaceful. Mm-hmm. It, but it got like the whole album got different ranges. It's like I thought it was just gonna be like one type of range and singing it when I went into it and listened to it. It mm-hmm. was completely different. Mm-hmm. And like each song was different from the other, and like I can't really describe how it was, but it was nice. <laughs> It was like a whole peaceful vibe. It wasn't like you gonna hit the club up and bump bump. This was like chill. <laughs> yeah, I could see like if you take it back to having like the lounge days when you go to a lounge oh, yeah. and just chill out. Uh, maybe smoke something, <laughs> drink something, and just chill out and relax and and, and listen to some good music. That's what that brought me back to um, my lounge days. Also chill out. Even you can have a little conversation with, with whoever with your women, your girls, whatever. Talk to them like hey da da da. And just vibe out and have a good energy. So that's a, that's why it's called good people because you're gonna have to get good energy listening to this type of music. Um, so my G my G Jordan, like I shout out to them. Um, and also that I like the one with the waiting for you uh, with the Naimi Naimi Naima Naima <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> what I don't know her name. I, it's another uh, she I talked about last week, but yeah, so. Definitely. For them to collaborate, that was that was a nice little uh, track on there too. So waiting for you, and it's it's cool. Like the way it's all so smooth and and, and vibey, uh, but still has a little bit of message. Yeah. You know, it's like a nice message with it too. Um, so that's I for everybody, but I see the ladies definitely, uh, mm-hmm. f- uh, fl- uh flock into it. You know, right. you know, 
Nah, you know, I like I like it all. So you know, the, like it's only nine tracks though. So I'm looking forward to more in the future. <laughs> yeah, I always was a fan of uh, my G Jordan. Like they 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 always had some good uh mm-hmm. little, some music on you know different just different vibe and music. But I always had, always was a fan. Like I said, John B. That's what I kind of reminds me of when I listen to them a little bit. You know, <laughs> but um yeah, so um. Let's get into the whole interview with the Yachty and J. Cole. So uh, Yachty has his own podcast. If nobody didn't know, it's called uh, Safe Place. Yeah. They got some uh, topics that have been, um, I guess, that have been running around on the internet, especially about the collaboration with Drake. Oh, yeah, they did. They were talking about the verses and how he feel about his verses, and they wanted to clarify a few things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad, you know, and that's what I what should we talked about it um last time. Um I said it, really he made it we said he made it for like the stadium, um, for that mm-hmm. track. He made it for um, you know, it's a, it's a good track, it's a good song. It wasn't really for yes. the battle, you know? No. And and I kinda the way they set it up was like Drake already did the song and then J. Cole jumped on it. So, you know, and he could have rewrite reverse, but people don't rewrite their verse, you know, because it's not he didn't take it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, so we talked about that before, but I'm glad J. Cole uh, clarified, and yeah. he said the same, you know, he said the same thing, but yes. he, but he also said, yo, you know, it's still a competitive sport, but, um, you know, don't think Drake's not going to want his lick back, you know, because um, they're always, everything in this game is, is uh, competitive, and he's cut from that cloth, but he used the option to just go, go for the song, and that's why the song did so good, I mean, it's a song, you know, it's yeah. a, you know, that's why I hit number one, um, but yeah, you know, uh, and and then the fact that uh, you know Yadi asked those questions. <laughs> yeah, Yadi had a lot of questions though. They talk about the um the original the the can I say that on here? Fuck you, Drake. <laughs> the funky cold song he made. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No censor over here. Okay. <laughs> they talked about that straight off the back, which was really nice to get into. But even though Cole didn't really hear it until then. But it was nice to see that Cole wasn't even taken by it. He was more of a fan of how he was doing, and he more started to break it down. And then they really got into their relationship and how they met and how everything. So the whole, it was like this two sides of being humble. And Cole talked about how he was like, like really a hater for like the beginning, but then he had to learn to grow. It seemed like they talked on their more about their growth and how they became to this level that they are now where they can appreciate different types of music and just like, yo, I see what you're doing, and I like that, but I'm going to still do my thing in my own zone where we can come together and then make something great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's the thing, him just, you know, we, all, everybody just um, think, um, listening to different music outside the box and looking at the different point of views and not just looking like, oh, damn, you don't, Yadi, you don't rap rap, you know, you're not one mm-hmm. of those rappers. He because he's not, he doesn't want to be running those conscious rappers. He want to do what he does. Yeah, you know, you know, and that's what he felt comfortable making music, and and that's what J Cole was saying. Like, who was us to judge and be like, hey, you know, it's only way one way to do it. Right. There's multiple styles and, and um that you can um make music off, yeah. and and we don't we can't say it's gonna be bad or good because there's other people's a bigger world out there. So when it comes to the, you know the world and everything, people might listen to different music. But as long as you have your, um, I feel like as long as you put your, your effort in, 
to the making music than even you you know taking the time to really get better. Because I think Yachty's getting better over the over the course. Oh, definitely. You know, um, shout out to Yachty. He uh, I like I like the Tesla song. You know, Tesla. Um, so he you know he's getting he's getting better over the course. Even when they had the song with him and J Cole. Yeah. You know, um, I'm like that's the thing. If if you gotta if you listen to the actual lyrics and and the way the cavens of the delivery, then you know you can understand how his, how his style is. So I, I kind of got to just a sad but let me I was like, let me listen to Yachty because um you know he wasn't on my radar, but uh like, let me listen to Yachty and and I hear with him and Cole going you know he tried to keep up they said he tried to keep up but uh he he did his own way he did it his own way and. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. You know? That was a song that wasn't even gonna be released. <laughs> mm. That was just something he just did, like freestyling. He just wanted to get his opinion on it, mm-hmm. and he said Cole heard it, and he was like, "Yo!" As soon as he put down the phone, he would already had some bars for it. And he was like, "Yo, I gotta get back to this." Mm. And then he asked him if he could be on the song, and like, "Yo, can, can I spit something into this? Because I'm already feeling it. Like mm. my pen been moving." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, you know, Jake Cole. You know he. When he the way when he goes he goes he been he been he been killing with the bars he been killing with his consistency, uh his track so, uh yeah that was a cool collaboration that they did um I I didn't see it I didn't see that coming but like you know what I mean he didn't probably even see it coming like they said uh-huh. but but it was it was a cool song um you know so that that's that's what's up that's what's up you know um but uh, also let's touch on a little controversy that recently with J Cole because uh. What he said about Soldier Boy, um, so people, because he didn't really diss Soldier Boy. He was no. he was just giving his point of view about taking him back when he was listening to Soldier Boy, um, and other people was in Soldier Boy. But um, you got to, I mean, you know, Soldier Boy give give him his credit too because think about it, um, at that time when people were doing different things, he came up with the dance. Yeah. He also was a beat maker. He, he also made a whole movement. Yeah, he made the <laughs> beat. You know, um, so he's a producer. Um, and an artist, so you know I respect that when you do multiple things in your craft, because uh, it's it's not easy. You know, yes. it's, it's not easy just to do one thing. So if you can do multiple things, but he gave him his um uh, his respect. Uh, Soldier Boy, you just probably didn't understand. Oh, but he definitely said it in there. He said, "Yo, I, I don't know how I have these two sides of me. One, I'd be like, I don't like that type of music. But then when he get back home, he said, I know I don't hit a you." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He he even said Soldier Boy that song is classic. Yeah. So when a person says that, you know, it's a classic, that means it's a hit, you know. But I guess maybe Soldier Boy didn't like the way he heard a little bit of a clip saying that, Oh, I didn't listen to that, turn that turn that stuff up. Yeah. Turn that but at the end of the day he, he was like just going through a story of how when he was listening to um other music, um, like you said, Tupac, um I forgot who else he named, but at the time, um, Nas, you know, Jay, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, he was different uh, music at the time, and his friends at, at that current stage was listening to Soldier Boy, Little John, uh, you know, that type of movement. He said whatever on. was trending, they were listening to him, mm-hmm. and he was right along with them. No, yeah, but he even gave him his battle. He said he had to realize that he was hating on him mm-hmm. for just because it's not the way his, his way was. Mm-hmm. So he said I had to learn. Like that, I still like this music, but it's just not the music I would do. So yep. he's like, I'm gonna stick to my lane, but I'm gonna let him do his thing, and I'm still gonna be like, Yo, 
you're doing great. Exactly. So he didn't, he, you know, he wasn't saying bad. Like I said, he's just going through a story, you yeah. know, when he was telling it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, so Soldier Boy, don't don't take that uh, offensive. He was actually giving you props if you actually go back and listen to the whole interview. Sometimes people cut the clips, and you might take it a different way. But, nah, he was definitely bigging you up. He was definitely. definitely he was definitely bigging you up because, you know, we know the contribute that you did to the music. Um, but we can't take it from that, you know. You had you had the era rocking at one point, so but uh, shout out to Shows Boy, yeah. You know, um, uh, and we got Kevin Hart doing an interview <laughs> with, yeah. So we have a new, a new comment. I mean, he been, he was killing the wave, um, with his clips. On oh, I would say I seen him on Facebook. That's how I finally you know funny uh funny Marco. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he sat down with Kevin Hart and. Two two comedians. It was it was, <laughs> yeah. You know, the fact that he thought he was Kevin Hart himself. He was like, you know, yeah. I'm. He said I look like Kevin Hart. He's they, like, yeah. They, they he said like, he looked like me. It's like we get they get confused <clears throat> with us. Sometimes they call me Kevin, and I just answer and be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Sometimes I take pictures and sign autograph. Kevin was like, what? <laughs> he's like, huh? But then he was like, he's like, nah. Don't you look like? He's like, you look like Seal. <laughs> I can see it too. If, if, you know, one more I do look like Seal, but <laughs> but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, the way his style is, so I, he's he's bringing something new to the game with his uh style of uh interviewing and uh, I would say you wouldn't call that questioning. <laughs> Yo, know, he he wouldn't let he wouldn't let Kevin Hart finish a question. He's like he went on to the next one, and then and then Kevin Hart refused to go backwards that question. So also he was having hard times uh saying Kevin Hart's uh you know new liquor. Um, I had to look it up a little bit. I might say it wrong too. Uh, it's the Grand Corniano, Corniano, Corniano. <laughs> so I had to, I, you know, sorry, Kevin, man. So it's it's it's, it's probably a great liquor, you know, um, great tequila, liquor tequila. Um, but yeah, but that was just funny how they just kept going back and forth, and then Kevin uh-huh. saying his story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his story when he was dealing with a guy who had the same cab. And he put a hand over it. He was like, "No, nah, that's my cap." And how he beat him up? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, Cap. I don't believe that story. What? You didn't listen to all the stories, though. I, I he know. said he's four and zero. <laughs> uh, that four and zero. Maybe, maybe I could see three zero, but I didn't believe that last one. The home of the clown part one <laughs> with the tennis ball in the sock. <laughs> hey, Kevin, I'm gonna call Cap, but uh, you know. <laughs> But uh, also uh, funny to Marco too by the whole uh, interview he was saying about his grandma. Oh, yeah, yeah. shout out to his grandma, <laughs> <laughs> how she's listening and he's doing all this for her. And then Kevin was like, "Wait a minute, you have a grandma?" <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. He's a good line. And then the way he like started the interview and the way he ended the interview, he's like, "All right, you can just walk out now. You can get up and walk out." Mm-hmm. Even the breaks, he's Even, like, I can't hear the music. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to edit that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he took a break. He's like, so just speak like it was there. He's, he's like, but well, how do I know? Yeah, he's he's like, like, don't worry about it. He's like, just, You're doing just, great. Just drink, drink the cup. Just drink the cup. Just drink the cup. He's like, uh, Mar- he's, uh Marcos, you just, you just put that in there now? <laughs> you just came up with that? <laughs> so it looks like uh, funny Marco 
I don't know. It's not non-scripted. I don't know. He just comes up with these things and. But he was random, yeah. Yeah, he just does his own way, way of things uh, in his comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unawkward art, you know. But, but it's very interesting and funny, though. So it's better that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's new, you know. So yeah, his his angle. I was cracking up the whole time, like right. the way his, the, from the the way he ended the uh, way he beginned it and the way he ended it. It was just it was just like okay, this is different. Like so, even when he was caught in lies. <laughs> yeah, because Kevin's like, did you just make that up? Mm-hmm. Are you lying? He's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He caught him. He definitely caught him in a couple of lies. He's like, that never happened. <laughs> well, just like when uh Kevin Hart was saying when he he called him a name. What was um when he said uh they call me, oh he said oh they call me kid, kid. <laughs> he like no, it was a nickname that he had. I forgot which I, one it was. I forgot the nickname. Yeah, but he was calling names. He's like, no. He's like, nobody ever called. He said like, so if I call your house right now and ask his baby something there. He was like, you're not going to hear He's like, no, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, so uh, it, it's a different style of, of just comedian. And, and funny to Marco, you know, he's on the right track. I can see he making, a, you know, a different uh, interview and seeing how his guests react. Oh, definitely. You know, um, but it was funny because Kevin Hart had a movie that he <laughs> wanted to promote. He was like, you didn't even ask me about this. He didn't even ask me about that. He said, like, we're going to have a talk after this. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk after this. It's like even a story for him to get the interview. <laughs> but he, he did catch him at the end. He was like, all right, well, um, promote, the, promote the movie because he got a movie coming out. And he was like, oh, what's the date? He's like, oh, damn, I don't even know the date. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, check that interview out if you haven't checked it out. Um, Kevin Hart and uh, Funny Marco. Right. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so moving on, it looks like um, let's talk about the new edition. Yes, Ooh, new edition looks like they just got. Um, they're gonna be next, probably next year. They're gonna be in Vegas doing their own regis, red, uh, residency. Yeah, that that I mean they've been running around on tour all the time. You know, always selling out shows, and they got a bunch of hits. Yes, you know. So I'm gonna give the new edition their flowers because. They're what they're kind of the reason why I do R and B, real talk. Um, because I'll never forget what song that I. They was one of the um first R and B group that I purchased. Uh, I think it was maybe it was a CD. It was called Hit Me Off. Mm-hmm. Yo, I used to love that song. I was so young, but something <laughs> that this song about that song resonated to my head. Oh, nothing with Johnny Gill something that I was in the shower. I was about to say, I thought you were going to hit the whole thing. Oh, no. Nah, I can do it, but I'm in my, I'm in my podcast <laughs> voice. I got to tap into my artist voice. I go okay. to a different way. But, yo, I ain't going to lie. New edition, um, that made me go back and listen to their old CDs. Um, but I was like, damn, once I went back and did my research on them, I was like, yo, I like all these songs. I see where, um, you know, the R&B came, came from. Yeah. And um, when they did that big special on BET, uh, that just showed the story of them. Uh, they grew up in the, the projects. Some of them were up in the projects in um, Boston. Um, and that's how they was always together. And that's where the Bobby Brown, um, they all grew up together. Like, right. that was the, so it was just like the brotherhood of them. Um, but it's just a story on how they was just 
was hungry, that was didn't you know they had early talent, yeah, and, and it got discovered. Mm-hmm. So it's just from, some from kids. Think about it; they've been doing this since they was kids. Yeah, and they're still on the road doing it. So it just shows you if you put the, the hard work in and put the hits, even focus on the hits, it's gonna live forever. You got a chance to keep making money and keep having your music be a classic. Right, that's a classic no matter what. And then it opened the doors for them to take their solo projects and everything. And well, then they came back together, even though. Yeah. Um. And then, but that, and then, yeah. Once they broke apart, it just showed. Um. So there's the devote. So they had their their um group, and then Bobby. We all know about Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's like you know he's a right. legend on just having a solo project. But I'm gonna give it to Teddy Rally because that was really. Um, all the beats he was going that was that was you gotta check the story when you look at the story you know mm-hmm. he, he was in the he was in the projects listening to the beats uh from Teddy Riley they was literally going over <laughs> the songs there and um and he was picking them out because he was like yo you know uh, the rec label wants me to pick work with these guys and um shout out to I think it was babyface and um or another another uh, um uh writers and where well, they wanted to make another beat to whoever was making beats at the time but he wanted to go to a different direction because he knew that new jack city slang was coming yeah. and, he, and he was like yo i want to be a part of that i like that that some you know sometimes you you know artists gotta just listen with their ears and be like yo you know i kind of like that beat this and that um but yeah uh, they have so much history it's it's ridiculous and and they're very um pioneers of r&b definitely especially of a, a uh, group because a lot of groups don't even last and and this and they was struck they was very strict uh i forget who's the the person who was helping them choreographer but they was taking it back to the temptations they was doing <laughs> you know what i'm saying they was yeah. always on on that type of timing you know and that was when it was very really competitive back in the day where you had to have your dance moves ready you know so they was they was all in sync and they yeah. was always practicing they was doing a two-step they was doing all that and um yeah that was the time and they they kind of come from that cloth and that kind of r&b era and the nice part of that is they kept up with it like they're still doing the same showmanship and everything since day one to now that's that's true um and they're talking about how they're going to bring it even more <laughs> to their shows now that they got the residents <laughs> yeah you know um don't know if it's Bobby. You got you got to keep up, man. We ain't worried about Bobby. Bobby nah. got his own section now. Yo, <laughs> Bobby, man, just keep us. Stop playing with them, man. You know, you. I know you got it in you too, but you know, but it, it them coming together is just amazing. You yes. know, um, even your. It's funny because your mom, well, my sister, <laughs> she loves some damn Johnny Gill, I'm yo. Loves some damn Johnny Gill. No matter what. <laughs> That's how I was put on the Johnny Gill because she was bumping Johnny Gill. I think one time she went to a concert. I'll never forget. She went to she went to a concert. She was mad happy, like, "Yeah, hey, I'm going to finally see Johnny." Yeah, she, the pictures up on the wall and yeah, everything. She loves some Johnny <laughs> Gill, and that made me be like, "Yo, who the hell is my sister like? <laughs> like who's this guy?" Mm-hmm. But my 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 <laughs> my 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 Johnny Gill, like, he loved, yo Johnny Gill when he did his solo project too. He he was very successful, so you know, yeah. that's just good. That just shows you how much talent the new edition had. Because yeah. when they was doing their solo project, a lot of them were all successful. Yeah, 
you know. And, and it I, was nice that he wasn't like part of the original members, but he got added on, mm-hmm. so that was even better. So they brought like an extra flavor into the group. Yeah, because <laughs> they they found him because he was hungry at the time too. Yeah. Or writing and 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 um, they say I forget his name, but um, you know, he was always the head singer. He was doing you know always the lead vocal, as I would say. And then Johnny was with him in the studio, and they just collabed and did the the did the um, track. But yeah, you know, um, can't stand um. Can't Stand the Rain, that's one of my favorite records. <laughs> you know, Can You Stand the Rain, that was, yeah. like, one of my favorite records. Um, A lot of them, and even the Poison, when they, Poison mm-hmm. from Devote. And yeah. They, you know, it's so much music they have that I can see why they have the residency. So they, oh, can, they can jump in any of those bags. Yeah. It's the Bobby Brown bag, Devote bag, all new edition bag, or it's just the single bag, or it's the Johnny Gill bag. So, you know, but... Yo, shout out to New Edition, man. Right. I rock with New Edition, man. Um, who else we have? Oh, yeah, so Missy Elliott. Yo, shout out to Missy. Uh, becoming the first woman inducted rapper. in the... Yeah, the first woman rapper to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's that, big. Yeah, for the 50 years of anniversary, I would think it would be more, but that's, that's a good start. That's a yeah. good start because there's definitely going to be more uh, women...